Simplified Chaos, episode 185. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Simplified Chaos. This is Jillian, one of your hosts, and I'm with my co-host and husband, Nicholas. What's going on, folks? We hope you all are having an amazing week. Happy holidays to you all. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. We've got another great episode here for you today. This one is an interview episode. Jilly, who did you get a chance to sit down with this week? (laughs) I had the pleasure of sitting down and getting to know more about Molly Winters. She is a mama, an epic traveler, in my eyes for sure, a copywriter for others who help people simplify their home and life. After working as the director of operations for a manufacturing company, she decided to stay home with her children and stop working full-time in the office. But she knew she still wanted to work. She worked from home part-time and honed her skills over the next several years, learning about SEO, social media marketing, and analytics. When she started doing more and more writing, she realized how much she really loved it. Stay tuned to hear Molly's incredible journey on how she's living her most intentional as hell life. All right. Well then, let's go ahead and dive right into it. Here's Jill's interview with Molly Winters. Hey, Molly. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jillian. Thanks for having me today. Appreciate it. Yay. Um, we kind of already, I kind of like heard already what you're grateful for, but if you wouldn't mind sharing it with our community, what's one thing that you are grateful for today? Absolutely. Um, I'm grateful for so many things, but today it's probably the, the cold weather. I'm actually really loving it, getting the moment to like hunker down and cozy up. It's my, I love, I love to be cozy. It's one of my favorite words. So I'm loving the, loving the chilly weather right now. Cozy. Do you know much about Hugay? Just curious. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. I've written some blog posts for people about <gasps> Did it. Did so, you? Uh-huh. I have. Like before it was super popular, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't even know what Hugay was um, until I went to Copenhagen and they had a book about it. And I'm like, I am so fascinated by this like cozy vibe, like big blankets, candles. Um, I guess because it's dark there for so long in the wintertime. Right. They need yeah. some kind of joy to like lift them up. For right? sure. For sure. Yeah. To get you through those long winters. So um, yeah. Yeah. I'll have to check out your blog post now. Awesome. <laughs> well, it's not even mine. It's for uh, yeah, <laughs> other people. But. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, for me, I am grateful that you just carved out time to do this. Um, I'm grateful how we connected and that we just get to dive more into your story and to hear your wisdom from your world. Even though I know we talked before, you don't think it's that, that magical or mind blowing. I am just like in awe at what you've done and how you've curated a life that just means as much as possible to you. And um, yeah, we're just, we're going to hear all that hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me be your grateful thing. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So I always like to start with you just sharing your story of however you want to start it. It could be as young as when you're, you know, I know I was reading a little bit more of your bio about how you talked about what you like doing as a kid too. And I didn't know that, like how your gifts and things that you liked as a kid kind of translated into your like career now, which I thought was kind of fascinating. 
Yeah. But you don't have to start there, but wherever you want to start just to hear your journey on, you know, how you got here. Yeah. Well, you're really good at this, Jillian, of like bringing people together and helping them tell their own story because you have these insights that like don't even necessarily occur to me. But (laughs) what you're mentioning of when I was a kid, I would write all the time. I would, um, we actually even have the typewriter here at home that I would like old school typewriter, you know, um, kerplunk away on. And so I am a writer and that's what I do professionally now. Um, I write for small businesses. But the people I love to help and write for are businesses that help other people simplify because for the longest time, I have loved just the concept of simplicity and everything that goes with it. So ages ago, I was actually a professional organizer. So I would go into people's homes and help them get organized. But the reason I loved doing it was the simplicity behind it. You know, it wasn't just about the stuff and getting organized. It was about simplifying life, um, getting back to basics and, and what that means. And there's so many organizers out there that do that for people and help them. It's not just about making, you know, beautiful picture worthy pantries. It's about like really changing your life and getting, you know, back to that simplicity. And so that's just always been a passion of mine. And, um, you know, when I was in my twenties, I would read all the books about simplicity and, um, help people with it at home. For me, it's like actually really fun to go through a massively overwhelming garage and like get all the crap cleared out. I love, I love that stuff. And so <laughs> I do too. I, just, I didn't know anyone else is out there. That, I know the other, there is a whole group of people. And that's the thing is that I've been able to take these like passions and combine them into my own business now. And so that's, that's who I write for are the people that are out there that love that stuff too, (laughs) that that love digging through the clutter and so forth. And so, um, so yeah, I think it's just kind of um, allowed me to create, I I don't even think of it as a simple life, but it's just kind of um, because I mean, we still have the regular family chaos of like stuff and, you know, just simplified chaos, the name of your podcast. Like it's, <laughs> it's so perfect because it really is, you know, um, there's always going to be that family element. But I think when we come from a place of like trying to achieve simplicity, it, it really can help just bring it about. Um, so anyway, does that give you a background of me? Yes, <laughs> no, it does. And yeah. I, I was like looking back at some of your blog posts and you quoted something about like, it's not perfect, but it's home. And you kind of like, just describe that, like, or maybe we're just all curating our, our perfect in a way, like what's perfect for us. What's just right for us, you know, just being intentional of like feeling out like our family culture, or, you know, if we are single or, you know, however we live, it's just defining that ourselves instead of looking outward to find, to figure out how can I match that? And yes, um, absolutely. Yeah, you. Um, I was jotting down some really good stuff that you wrote. Maybe you can like add on to it because I was like going down a rabbit hole. That and just seeing. So you did something really awesome, and that's kind of why I like wanted to talk to you. Is because well, first initially you reached out to me. This is when I had my the Clean and Simple Life blog. Yeah, and you were like, "Do you need a copywriter to like help you out?" And you sent this really great video, and I'm like, "Molly's really." she seems really cool. I would love to learn more. And then you're like, well, I won't be in touch for three months because I'm traveling. And I'm like, 
wait, she's renting out our house and she's traveling for three months. And like our values are like traveling for sure. And I was like, that's been something we've been dreaming of doing just instead of doing like a week here, weekend getaways, which are fine. Like our ultimate goal is to like figure out how can we leave our house and put it in good hands, still make a little bit of money, but still be able to like explore for longer than a week. And I was like, all right, I got to talk to you. I got to figure out what did you do? How did you do that? And it seemed like your journey and intent and goal to travel for three months, put your life into like, kind of like fast forward, like to try to get your house ready. Like you went through your own decluttering journey, like after the fact, just trying to get your house ready for renters. And I just wanted to hear like, what was that journey like? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> for sure. I know it's kind of funny. I didn't even mention this this like pivotal moment in our family life. But <laughs> yeah, we it probably the idea came about during the pandemic, like so many ideas did, right? And we were just cooped up at home. And my husband and I had traveled to Italy um a couple of years prior, like 2019, actually, right before. 2020 and loved it. And we wanted to show our kids. And so um, when we were all cooped up at home, we just started talking about like, what would that look like? And how could we do it? And he wanted to move there. I wasn't ready to totally move across (laughs) the ocean yet. So um, that would take a lot more decluttering. And um, (laughs) so I wasn't quite ready for that. So I said, what about like a summer? What if we just tried it out and you know, just see what it's like. And so we started talking about like, well, what, what would that look like? And how, how would we cover the expenses and so forth? And so he started talking about um, renting out the house, you know, and we live in a town, Bend, Oregon. It's an awesome town where there's so many people that love coming here. And so we knew we'd have a good uh, population of people looking for a place to rent. And so we started, you know, playing around with that idea and, And then I think it was with talking with you before that it was this realization that we just decided to do it. Like it it wasn't like some, I don't don't know. We just decided we just were going to take this whole summer, but we did it a year in advance. We decided, okay, let's take a year to really plan this out and figure out how this is going to, going to look. And so we had a few great things going for us. One is my job is very portable. So I was able to work while we traveled. Um, And then he also has been at his job for long enough that he was able to take a summer, basically like a sabbatical and take take the summer off. And so with a year's notice to his job and, you know, for my business and the, the right planning, we were able to put all of this in place and get our house rented out. Um, and we had these awesome renters who were like picture perfect renters, professors from like a university here in Oregon. And um, they just took such great care of our house. So that was awesome. But we did take the time to do all the things around your house that you want to do for yourself and you never do. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we fixed that drywall patch that had been sitting there for so long. Um, we fixed up the yard, um, you know, just did some little touch up things here and there. And then decluttering was a big one because we basically set up the house to be an Airbnb. We couldn't do the Airbnb. We didn't do like the four to five day kind of rental. It was, it had to be over 30 days so that we could meet our um, town's rules. But, um, but yeah, so we, we decluttered everything, closets, everything so that someone could just come in here and have it look like an Airbnb. So, um, so we got rid of 
a lot of stuff um, simplified in the process, but we also then put um, everything else that we didn't, you know, get rid of into our bonus room and then locked that away to be like our private storage and stuff. So, but we like got our garage accessible for them. Um, you know, all, all the places in the house. So, um, and then that was like the logistics part. That's probably, it's fun for me to talk about, but it's probably boring for listeners. um, I love that part because I'm always like, how, like I see the end goal, but I'm like, but how, what were all like the micro steps that led to that? Like, that's what I was I was so curious, like, yeah, but how <laughs> I yeah. know what I want, but I don't know how to get there. So it's exactly. always nice. Yeah. I to think, hear those. I think just breaking it down into manageable pieces, you know, like, cause it, it does get overwhelming, right? Like, so for being gone for that long of time, we were gone for almost three months. It was like 85 days. And so we had to think about all the things, you know, like not only on this end of renting out the house and making sure that our homeowner's insurance was, you know, going to allow for that and all the different, like, where were we going to have our cars? Um, And, and you like put your car's insurance into there's some like storage mode or something like that, that they can do Mm -hmm. for you. And just like all those little details. Um, And then, so that's on this side of things. And it gets overwhelming, right? When you, it's just like decluttering a house, you're trying to take on this huge task. And so to break it down, I got a binder, I made myself an Italy binder. And it was just, you know, the different sections about like home and um, making sure we had insurance while we traveled, you know, like if anything went wrong and we needed an emergency. Um, So medical coverage and things like that, all the details, But again, I think having that year just made it like tangible, like we could do it, you know? And so we just set ourselves up and triaged things based on like how far out we needed to have it done. And um, yeah. And so then once we were able to get the house ready, yeah, we were able to leave. And I, we just carried the things on our backs. We each had our own backpack. I found these awesome little backpacks for the kids to carry. um, (laughs) And then we and Scott and I already had these bags that were, they open like a suitcase, but it's a backpack. And so instead of a backpack in the traditional sense where you're like stuffing things down at the bottom, it opens up nicely. And so Mm. that was awesome for traveling. And then I had my office in a bag. I just had my laptop bag and that was my office for the summer. Um, and, and we, we were on the go. We, we would go to a new town every like four to six days, which was crazy. (laughs) So that was a lot, but, um, yeah. Yeah. So did you plan all the the places you guys were staying or did your husband do some of that? My husband did that. So okay. that was awesome too, is that we were a good team that like my strengths come from planning this side, the home stuff and getting things in order and making sure we had all of our ducks in a row. And he planned the trip um, down, down to the day. Like we had an itinerary, actually he called it the Italianary. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love it. We had our I- Italianary spreadsheet that he <laughs> created and, um, you know, knew which towns he did tons of research well in advance of that year. Anyway, between mm-hmm. when we went in 2019 and then this trip, he was already reading about Italy so much because he was, you know, loving it so much anyway, that he, you know, found all of these awesome places to go And yeah, so he did all of that planning. That's so cool how like your passion and his passion kind of like merged together for like this epic 
trip that you guys yeah. were able to experience. Yeah. And I'm wondering, can he share this itinerary? I would like to repeat the trip you guys. I know. Well, <laughs> right? that's the thing too, is it's, it's like, it's not all sunshine and, and, you know, unicorns too. Like it yeah. was also like looking back, we've had a lot of conversations about like, I don't think we would do that many towns again. We would mm. slow things down a little bit more, but his point is always like, well, what would you take off though? Cause everywhere we went yeah. was amazing. Right. And so it is that like tough decision of trying to balance things out. And so, but yeah, I can absolutely share it with oh you and you can see if you want to take off that or take on that ambitious list. At we least maybe to, a month, right? <laughs> yeah. We but, went to a total of 19 cities. 16 of them were in Italy and wow, we did, yeah, we 19 did like cities. Holy yeah, cow. I know it was and with our eight-year-old and 10-year-old. So um, it was wild. Like it's surreal now being back home. You know, you get back into your routine and your groove and it's just like, wait, did that really happen? And <laughs> it did. <laughs> so did yeah. you find that, I know like, cause you guys were living in like a small bag, like the whole time, right? Yeah. So did you find that it was easier? I don't know. Sometimes when I travel for long, I'm like, I can literally get away with wearing like the same five shirts over and over again. And I'm completely content. I was wondering if you Absolutely. had any like revelations when you came back, like, why do I, do I really need all the things? Like I was really happy, like living, like living for three months with less. I didn't know if you guys had any like takeaways when you got back home at all. Yes, absolutely. For sure. Um, the clothes, it was a big one. Cause that is that that's what we did is we just had our few outfits and we booked places that had washers. And so we would always wash and then line dry. Cause they don't do dryers, um, line that. dry all of our clothes. And, um, so the clothing was one, but just in general, yeah. Having fewer things that really speaks to me. I don't know that my kids really, you know, ha had that epiphany yet, but, um, the place that I see it the most though is with food and our grocery wow. shopping. Yeah. And that one I didn't expect. I thought I would, I thought I would um, love it about the other things in life, you know, but the the food piece I wasn't expecting. And so just the idea of like not going to Costco and buying all of the bulk and like having this huge pantry, you know, full of snacks and stuff, you know, just really simplifying in, in that department was cool. So yeah, that's interesting. I wasn't expecting that either to hear, hear you say that. Yeah. Yeah. It is a game changer. I think once you simplify your food, it like makes the storage and everything else, like just right. way easier and the shopping. I mean, all of exactly. the things. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, um, you read something you read, I'm gonna, <laughs> you wrote something. It was like the life-changing trip for our family, but not just the traveling though. That will be of course too, because it, it's causing us to take stock stock of our entire way of life. And it's crazy how you just planning to travel somewhere like initiated, like you guys just looking at your life as an, in an aerial view and like completely making changes and pivots. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just love the way that I think it's really cool how just planning one thing can like totally transform your house, like literally how you live in it, what you do with it, what you keep, what you donate. And you, I'm going to call out your blog post that you had out there. It was a really mm -hmm. great blog post on like how to declutter, you know, I don't think it's really oh. easy, but you had a, an ease to it on like just calling out like piles. You had, you had a, something, it was like the giveaway pile and you probably remember better, but it was like, Oh, the, probably, I, yeah. Uh, or an elsewhere pile. Yes. That the one, elsewhere pile. The one. 
So I think this is where having been a professional organizer a long time ago comes into play that, um, you know, there's processes and, and systems for doing decluttering. And one of them I learned a long time ago um, was from Julie Morgenstern. She's kind of like mm. the OG of professional organizers. And um, she has a formula that's called the space formula. Mm. And um, one of the things in that first step, which is sort uh, she talks about setting up your categories of like, keep, donate, you know, you always have your garbage bag. But then the, the one that was so different, and this is probably what you were mentioning, is this elsewhere pile. Because when you're decluttering, it's so easy to get distracted and like, oh, this needs to go in the kitchen when you're trying to do your office. And you like take it over to the kitchen. And then like an hour later, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> I was organizing the office. And so... <laughs> Having that pile or that box, I would actually just use a box and just call it elsewhere, allows you to stay focused on the room that you're doing. Because that, because it is, you know, it's very easy to get distracted when you're decluttering. So, a hundred percent. And I never heard an elsewhere. Like I've heard of like okay. a lot of different strategies, but I never heard of that. And it's something so simple. That's the thing. Like it's usually yeah. like the simplest thing that's just like mind blowing to me. And I'm like, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. That would save a lot of time. And I think about my sister who gets distracted very easily. That would be yeah. great. And like grounding her so that she won't be like wandering and like, oh, let me go over here. <laughs> right. And all over the place. And yeah. And so then at the end of doing that room or that drawer, you know, small to big, any project size, then you have this pile. And that's when you then take those to the, to the other places, you know, and, and deal with them. Do you ever look at your, your house and think if I wanted to rent it again, like keeping it a certain way, so it'd make it easier for you guys to leave again? Uh, yeah, I would love to do that. That's where my simplicity journey continues. (laughs) But we are not there yet. Um, <laughs> look around my house. And I'm like, there's no way right Your now. Your backdrop is beautiful. Um, <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, but I think, um, I think now that we've done it, we could do it pretty easily again, mm. but yeah, I would love to get to the point where we just have it so systematized or streamlined or simplified that we could just do it, you know, on, on a whim, but we're not there yet. Yeah. I was curious if you, if you guys had changed anything when you came back, like, well, let's not bring that back because if we want to leave again, I don't really want to do that, you know? So, right. Yeah. Well, that was uh, that bonus room that I was talking about that we stored a lot of this stuff. When we came back, it's, it's still, messy because I have told everybody in the house, like we're not bringing it out of the bonus room until we know we have an intention for it and that we're keeping it for a reason, you know, and putting it some, someplace. And so there's still a little bit of stuff in there as we sort through and just try to be intentional about the things that come back, back into our home. But yeah. I like that. Oh, okay. So Man, you said some great things. Let's do this, this question. I love this question. Um, just because I love hearing the messy stuff, the gray, not the black and white. Cause I think yeah. we can see Instagram and think like they've got it down. They know what they're doing. They've got it all figured out, which is right. Yeah. You know, never the whole truth. So I'm curious, what has been a big challenge that you have processed, um, recently or this past year, or even when traveling, like what's something, oh man, 10 minutes, dang it. Sorry, I got the I got okay. 10 minutes left, man. Well, I'm glad we got your story in. Um, I would love <laughs> yeah. to hear like, what's a challenge you face that you'd like to share? Yeah, I think so related to the trip, because I think that's 
um, an interesting one is that that moving, you know, every four to six days, as I've mentioned, was a challenge. But I think that also the other challenge is like navigating that as a family. Mm. And, um, you know, for me, it was a struggle, but also because I was working and that was kind of hard. And then, but my husband, he was off for the whole summer. So he's like, yeah, bring it on. Let's go somewhere new, you know? And so I think neither one is right or wrong, but it's that like family dynamic that you have to like learn how to navigate and figure out how to meet in the middle and that kind of stuff. So that was probably the trickiest part about the trip was just, you know, managing family dynamics when you're on the go every four to six days and, you know, in a foreign country and you're all under the same roof, like, you know, we're not going off to work or going, you know, we're all together for that entire summer. So um, that was probably, you know, like the, the biggest one with the trip. What about, so, and then what did you say? Oh, just in general. Yeah, it could, it could be that if you want. Um, I'm wondering Um, how you found time to like, you know, I I believe like taking time for yourself is like so vital. Like for me, at least like I need to recharge. And I watched one of your YouTube videos about you taking a walk and I'm thinking, I'm wondering if she took that by herself. And that was like her time just to like be by herself. Cause I'm very big on like solo walks. Yes, Uh, I am. Yeah. Yeah. I love people, but I am an introvert. I have to recharge my batteries by myself. And so, yes, I started doing that every, almost every morning I would go out for a walk by myself. And yeah, I started creating these videos called morning walks with Molly because I was just really enjoying these morning walks where I would go out um, early enough that it was like quiet and not many people were out. And, um, and so I would sometimes just take some little videos of me walking along, but uh, that was definitely the piece of self-care that I needed as we traveled was those, those morning walks. Well, I definitely felt like I was with you. I was enjoying, and you had these little narrations and I'm like, this is so magical. (laughs) Oh, cool. Good. Well, I'm glad to know that like at least one person's out there. (laughs) I I never, I never thought to like journey a walk and like, it just be so blissful just watching somebody else's walk. I'm like, I feel like I'm in Italy walking (laughs) alongside Molly. (laughs) Well, that's what I was kind of going for. Cause I just started to do it to show like my husband. I think the first one I did was, um, at one of the big gardens in um, Florence, but I think bubbly gardens. And yeah. And, and then I was like, Oh, this is kind of fun. And you could hear like the crunch of my feet in the gravel, or I have these uh, trail running shoes that are so noisy because the treads are so big. <laughs> and I would have friends and family be like, I could hear your footsteps. And I was like, yep, that, that was, you know, I, I kept that in because I kind of liked that rhythm yeah. of it. It adds to the ambiance. I enjoyed it as well. So yeah, <laughs> you have a fan here. So I, <laughs> Yay. if you have any other interesting walks, please post them because I'll be like, I wasn't able yeah. to get out today, but at least I have a video to make me feel like I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I wish we had more time, man. Usually I feel like I have a lot more time, but today, not so well. Um, We're going to cut right down to the bottom and go... I always like to hear what's exciting you or what's lighting you up right now, whether it's like a hobby or work or personal anything. So what is something that's just like lighting you up or you're excited about that you're, you're doing? Yeah. Um, I just started going to a new yoga class that is every Sunday and I just started it a few weeks ago and, um, I've done yoga at home, you know, and, and I like that and I love that. 
but I haven't really practiced yoga with a group of people. And I just started doing it. And it's a big group of people. It was like, we were sardines over the weekend and just packed in there, but I loved it and really enjoyed it. So I've started doing that every Sunday with a friend and it's just been, you know, amazing. It just fills my cup. It helps me start the week. And yeah, I've been really excited about that. I love it. Movement community. Yes. And then when you give it to do it with like a close friend, it's just like bonding time. So absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I am a huge quote lover, love all kinds of quotes. Um, so I always am fascinated to hear like, what is a quote or a mantra or whatever that, you know, that's just like resonating with you right now in this season of life. Sure. Sure. So I, it's funny because uh, even with how much reading and writing I love to do, I, I'm never very great at like collecting <laughs> quotes. And so I had to, you know, like thinking about that one was sometimes a challenge, but so it's one that just comes back to me all the time. I always come back to it. And it um, is by Sarah Bon Brethnock, I think, or Bronick, mm-hmm. Bronick, I think is how you say it. Sarah Bon Bronick. She wrote Simple Abundance, like back in the nineties. And it's be grateful for the home you have knowing that at this moment, all you have is all you need. And I've always loved that. Just that idea of all you have is all you need, you know, and it's just a great reminder um, that whether it's a backpack for a whole summer or the home that you have over the holidays, whatever it is, like you have enough. Um, Mm. So I just always loved that quote. That's a good one. I'm going to have to write that down and stick it on my refrigerator now. Thank you. (laughs) Your quotes. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. Um, and I'm, it's interesting. I'm kind of experiencing that right now. We took away the TV for the month of November. I'm calling it no TV Ember. (laughs) Um, and it's been magical to see what it's done for the whole dynamic of like how we start our morning, how we end our morning, when Mm -hmm. we get quote unquote bored, what do we dive into? Um, so I'm seeing a lot of that, like, we have enough, like, you know, the TV is great. It's, it's awesome. And, um, but it's been neat to see like what we have is like so rich and uh, abundant and we, we dive into like having more connection time and just creativity. And it's been an interesting journey. So I kind of resonate with that quote as in like what we're going through right now, it's been kind of surreal. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Love it. Okay. So if others want, Oh, before that action step, um, before we connect with you, um, where, we're like you, you've done, I feel like you're like the queen of action steps because you guys took this year, you had an intention and like took all these micro steps. So if you could give an action step to people who are just like trying to be more intentional or live a life that's more meaningful to them, um, what would that be? Yeah, absolutely. So one, I was trying to think about this and what would, what would be a good action step? And for me, I think it boils down to asking myself, I just ask myself, will this simplify my life? Well, you know, just, and it's something I come back to and actually you even, uh, sparking this conversation and everything helps me come back to those concepts and stuff. And it reminds me of that question. Will this simplify my life? And, um, just trying to be mindful of asking myself that whether it comes to an event that I'm saying yes to, or, you know, just all the little things in our life that, um, really are choices that sometimes we forget are choices. I love that. And it's so simple. Yeah. I'm, I'm right? surprised no one's ever said that. That's Stop genius. Ask yourself <laughs> that. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> no. And there, but I, I love that you called me the queen of, of action steps. That sounds really impressive because I, I don't mean... think of it that way at all, <laughs> but I do like a good checklist. 
<laughs> and so, you know, if you actually want more of more of a of an action step, I think making a good list is a is a good one too. So I like that. Yes. We have many of those, don't we, Lucille? Lucille's here for yes, people who I can't see her. <laughs> um, so where can other people find you and connect with you and read and see all your beautiful walking videos? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I do have the blog about our entire summer journey on my website, which is just mollyzwinters.com. So Molly Z like zebra, winters.com. <laughs> and um then on, on there, I have the whole Italy series, but I'm also on Instagram just at Molly Winters writing. So yay! is Z for your middle name? I'm I'm guessing Z. Well, my last, my maiden name was Zalman with a Z. And so, but I kept it. So my, my name is very long. And so Molly Winters was taken, but I've always liked to represent the Z in my name anyway. So mollyzwinters.com. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Molly, for being here. We're so happy to to hear your story. And I hope I'm sure others will just be in awe like I was when I first started. Uh, well, thank you. I don't think of it that way, but I appreciate you inviting me to join you today. All right, folks. Well, we hope you enjoyed that interview with Molly Winters. And if you like this episode, please do us a favor and help us spread the message. You can do this by writing review, which helps us reach a larger audience, or you can simply share this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation, conversation leads to action, and action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today, and we will see you again next week. See y'all later.